Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Integrate Yourself. You're listening to episode 63. You can find me, Allison, at pureenergypdx.com and you can find Maya at mayagottlieb.com. Maya and I are both certified nutrition and fitness coaches and together we share over 20 years experience in the field coaching clients and researching leading edge nutrition and fitness in regard to hormonal balance and aging. This show is all about sharing with you creative ways you can integrate all aspects of health into your life and teaching you how to become your own authority when it comes to your health and wellness. So today is a short topic show about using food instead of supplements and how you do that. How can you get the right nutrients from certain foods? Sometimes we just eat you know, what is recommended to us as being healthy and we don't really think about the nutrients and what that certain food gives to our bodies for regeneration and recovery as well. Is it accessible? Is it digestible? Those are really important questions. So my hope is that after today you'll be better prepared and have the knowledge to be able to get certain specific uh, nutrients from your food that you that you need for um, energy production for increasing your metabolic rate and for building muscle lean muscle mass so when you do this that's that translates into thyroid health it actually helps your thyroid work better because your thyroid is your master regulator for your metabolism as well if we are supporting liver function by getting the right nutrients that are digestible and accessible um, then that also helps with your energy production and the function of your thyroid it all works together so I'm going to talk to you guys specifically about um, what certain foods are going to offer you in the way of nutrients and and why certain foods do have a lot of nutrients in them but they're not actually as accessible or digestible as other foods. So the issue we come to with that is if the nutrients aren't accessible or digestible, it creates a slower digestive motility. So our digestion slows down, that creates a a slower metabolic rate as well as it can sometimes slow the thyroid down as well. And that's a, it just leads to a cascade of uh, negative health side effects. Um, And one thing I wanted to talk about really, really address because I see this with a lot of clients that come to me. They come with a long, long list of supplements that they're taking. And uh, very often, um, you know, they don't really have that food foundation that they should have to be able to taking that much supplementation. And actually, to be honest with you, uh, taking the supplementation before you have developed a food foundation that can support your body's metabolic functions is a mistake that a lot of people make. Because um, if you think about a supplement and how it's um, delivered to your system, it's really like a single nutrient. It's either one vitamin or it's a vitamin with another vitamin, um, like A and D, or it's uh, or it's uh, a mineral that's also isolated. And so many of these kinds of things, like for example, fat-soluble vitamins need fat to be able to uh, be absorbed in the body properly. Um, and so what ends up happening, if you, can, if you take the supplements without getting the nutrients, without all the other nutrients that comes like, for example, in a food, 
Uh, because if you look at what comes in a food, you have more than one vitamin in that food. You have one more than one mineral, and they all help each other uh, absorb into the body so that you can produce energy and that you can have a, a better, a higher metabolic rate. But if you're taking a single supplement, then that actually takes more energy out of the body to process that supplement, and especially from the liver. So the liver has to work harder to to create energy from that that either single vitamin or the single mineral that you're taking in from the supplement. And supplements also come with other things that um, are added to it for uh, to preserve the supplement or um, or to you know, case the supplement. And so those are also things that your liver has to process. So if you're, my point, I guess, is what I'm getting to is if your body is already under a lot of distress and you already have, you know, a lot of digestive distress, your metabolism has slowed down. So you're not, you're not doing, um, and your, your thyroid has slowed down. Um, you just don't have the, your, your, the energy for your liver to, you're actually overburdening, overburdening the liver quite a bit. Uh, by over supplementing. And so sometimes just taking away excess supplements, some supplements that um, you may not need, or they may actually be making you worse, or some of the supplements, um, some of the nutrients in the supplements that you're that you could be taking, you could be getting from food. And that way your body could be actually accessing it even better. Because it's coming in the form of um, many other nutrients like that nutrient, but other nutrients with it, if that makes sense. So, um, when I coach my clients, I, I, I always, uh, say, you know, I'm not going to take away all your supplements, but let's take away the ones that aren't necessary right now. And so this is different than medication. I wouldn't tell someone to take away medication. That would be their doctor's call. But, um, when it comes to supplementation, um, I think that, some of them definitely can be, we can get that better from food. And so that's what we're going to, that's the segue into the next topic of the show is how do we get these, that kind of uh, nutrients, what kind of supplementation can we get from our food? Can we, how do we use our food instead of the supplements um, that could overburden our liver? And so we give our liver a break, but we actually support the liver better by bringing it in, in a food, natural food form. So let's talk about food and the difference between foods that are, uh, are I guess, marketed to people as nutrient-dense and health foods and then others that are also just as nutrient-dense but more accessible in their nutrients. So you're able to access it without, um, without any kind of enzyme inhibitors um, and anything that's going to affect your digestive system negatively when you eat that food. So some examples of that could be, you know, the protein that you get from dairy as opposed to the protein that you get from nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds, uh, the protein is going to be a lot harder to access, if at all. Like you're most likely, it has a lot of protein, but can you get that protein from that food? The answer is no, because the protein, um, they have protein inhibitors in there that you that makes it um, actually very pretty impossible for you to access that nutrient from the nut or the seed. So that's just an example, um, and that's from Mother Nature. Mother Nature makes that happen because the that doesn't want animals to be eating the nuts and seeds um, necessarily or digesting it. I should say it, and and you know, I'm going to get a little graphic here, but really. 
nuts and seeds are meant to be maybe eaten and then pooped out and then go back into the ground so they can grow again. And that makes total sense to me. Um, so we're not really meant to consume them. Um, and if we do eat those kinds of things, we want to prepare them by letting, uh, letting them ferment and, and germinate and that kind of thing so that you can you can access it a little better. But even then, it's kind of hard to get really good nutrients from that. So dairy, so the example of dairy, dairy uh, is very accessible for your protein, for your fat, and for your good sugars. So that's just an example of that. But um, we're going to go into also what kind of nutrients you can get. And I'm going to share with you the go-to foods that I actually uh, use myself for certain nutrients and as well what I uh, what I suggest my clients eat. And so the first thing would be um, as we raise our metabolic rate, as our, our, our um, thyroid gets healthier and it starts working better, uh, we need more vitamin A. And how do we get that if we're not getting it from a supplement? Um, because sometimes even you can over supplement with vitamin A and that can be toxic as well. So really, I prefer to get vitamin A from my food. And one place that's really excellent for that is getting it from liver. Um, now, I have some people that I work with do have problem with liver. They don't like the taste or it freaks them out a little bit. But I have to say it is really the best source of vitamin A that you could get. And so what I say is like, is there a form of it that is tasty for you? There's a lot of options right now, actually. There's a pet, there's pâtés, there are, um, you know, mousses you can buy at the store, just make sure that they don't have any carrageenan in them or any, um, nitrates or anything like that. Um, as well, uh, you could make your own pâté, you could make your own mousse, um, and you can also get, uh, if you really don't like the taste of liver, you can actually get real food liver uh, supplements, you know, and it's basically in a capsule. It's just liver in a capsule, basically, so you don't have to taste it. And that's one thing I do actually refer my clients to if they just can't stand the taste of liver. That way they get the nutrients from it and they don't have to taste it. I'm a pretty big fan of the pate, though, and I, I, I'm go to that pretty much once a week. So with the liver, if you're eating liver, then I would say uh, you just eat it once a week so that you can keep, um, you know, the iron storage levels down a bit. But also, um, you know, so you're getting enough vitamin E, vitamin A, sorry, to uh, produce energy and support the thyroid because as your metabolic rate goes up, you're going to be going through and using more vitamin A. Other sources of vitamin A can be eggs. Uh, there's also vitamin A in milk. So if you're drinking milk, that's a great place to get it. And it comes with D as well. So, um, And uh, what I love about milk is uh, it actually has progesterone in it. And it has a little bit of thyroid hormone too. So I that is my go-to, especially in the wintertime. It keeps my uh, thyroid healthy. And it keeps my energy levels up. It's also great for muscle building. So I use it for building more muscle um, with weightlifting and, and that kind of thing. So then I have become more, um, I, I burn fat at rest because, you know, if you have the more muscle you have, the more that you're going to do that. And you're not going to, you're not going to do um, as much harm to the body by oxidizing free fatty acids, um, during the daytime uh, by creating higher stress levels. So it keeps your stress down. It keeps your hormones balanced and um, it has all those great nutrients in it. Eggs as well, like I said, uh, great 
great source of uh, protein, but also vitamin A, and and those are those three things are really really great for that. So I'll also include uh, just say dairy in general is going to be a great source of vitamin A as well as you know cheese, uh, Greek yogurt, those kinds of things. Uh, cottage cheese is my go-to. I eat that on a week, pretty much on a daily basis and, um, do recommend clients eat that if they, if that's something they like. And, um, I'll mention quick, quickly, like these foods, you know, it, you have to enjoy the food really to be able to digest it well too. So that's a big part of it. Um, enjoying the taste and the flavor and it the food has to be delicious for you to be able to digest and assimilate it properly as well and that's again um a topic we will cover at another point we'll get a little deeper into that but that is really a a good thing to think about and something we don't really talk about in the health industry very much so vitamin a is needed for converting cholesterol to thyroid hormones so really important so if sometimes people with high cholesterol could just have a conversion issue they're just not converting cholesterol to thyroid hormone because it could be an energy um, efficiency problem or just a problem producing energy in the body uh, play um, the other thing is uh, vitamin a plays a role in the repair of the eyes so it's really important for your eyesight Um, as well as it stimulates growth of collagen, which improves skin and body structure. And then vitamin A helps to repair internal organs, bones, and teeth. It optimizes function of white blood cells, and it's needed to absorb calcium. So calcium does not stay outside the cell. So that's what's great about dairy, getting your vitamin A from dairy, is that the calcium is there. It's already in the food that you're taking in. And so that's what I was talking about earlier. If you're taking calcium, um, you need vitamin A to absorb calcium. So if you're just taking calcium by itself without vitamin A, then you're going to have to pull resources from your body to metabolize that that calcium. But if you're getting it from something like a food uh, like dairy or, you know, milk, cheese, that kind of thing, then you're getting the calcium and the vitamin A together. So that's what I was talking about. It just, it's just much better for the body. It's less work on the liver and then everything is there for you to access so that you can produce energy from it. It's a lot less work on the, on your body and your functions. Uh, one last thing, it improves, vitamin A improves immune response and helps with food sensitivities, which is really important uh, because what we tend to think is when we have these food sensitivities, we think, oh my God, like we just, we it's just all about the food, but it could be our immune response. How, how strong is our immunity? Um, if we're, you know, usually it's, there's a direct correlation between the strength of your immunity and like a sensitivity to a bunch of foods. So if you can strengthen your immunity, if you can get your nutrients in there and not be nutrient deficient anymore, and especially with vitamin A, getting more vitamin A can help you um, have a better immune response. And so that way you won't have these bad reactions to, to certain foods. Milk being one of those, I hear people um, say, well, I, you know, isn't milk bad for you? Uh, you know, doesn't it create a you know, some people say I have a, a food sensitivity for milk and, and that kind of thing. And um, generally, that is an immune response um, that people get from milk because of high cortisol levels, high stress levels. And um, so, you know, slowly bringing yourself 
into drinking milk if that's something you want to do, doing it slow so that your body can build the uh, enzymes to be able to digest the milk. That would be how I would go about it if I was trying to get milk back in my diet again, which I have done before. I was off milk for a long time, for probably about three years, and then decided that um, the, it's just so nutrient rich. And there's so many like positive things you can get from dairy. It's a lot easier to me uh, for me to get it from dairy instead of trying to get it from uh, so many other things because it has it. It's all in one. It's like packaged all in one. All your macronutrients, a lot of other great nutrients and and minerals and vitamins. So. I decided a long time ago that I really wanted to train my body to get back on dairy again, and I did, and so that's how I did it. At first, I totally didn't do that. I actually overdid it and, and drank tons of milk and all at once and saw some negative effects of that, but then I toned it back a bit and started slowly bringing it into the diet, and then I found that my body was able to adapt better to it. So... That's something to consider if you haven't considered that already and you feel like really frustrated about it and you want to bring dairy back into your life again, that's a way to do it. So that's it for today's uh, series on Food Foundation. Uh, Specifically, we talked about vitamin A today. Next time, we will be talking about a different nutrient, so stay tuned to that. If you want to gain access to the PDF about using uh, how to use food instead of supplementation, uh, you can go to our Patreon uh, community page. It's patreon.com slash integrate yourself, and you can join our community and gain access to that PDF. And uh, we would love to have you there. We'd love to have you in the community. And I, uh, other things we give away there are recommended reads, any articles that I write as well. And, and you actually get access to all of our podcast shows before they go live. So it's really great. And as well, you know, if you have questions, that's the place to ask. If you want some rad mushrooms, head over to Four Sigmatic and enter our code integrate yourself to get 10% off today we talked about liver function today and a great way to support your liver function for better thyroid health and a higher metabolic rate are mushrooms they are really wonderful and like i've said in the past they work kind of like the carrot to help you detox better so it helps with phase one detoxification uh, in your body and um, it's so great because uh, i love the Four Sigmatic brand. They have a lot of different varieties of mushrooms. I'm not a mushroom expert, but they definitely are. And they can tell you more about how all those different mushrooms work in the body. But I can tell you uh, from experience, from being a nutrition coach, that mushrooms are really beneficial for liver function and for thyroid health. So check it out if you want to buy some mushrooms uh, today and support this podcast and get 10% off, head on over to foursigmatic.com and enter our code integrate yourself to get that discount. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll be just so you know, these are this is a series of uh, topic shows that we're going to be putting out. And so this is going to continue on the next show is going to be an interview. But 
we will be uh, putting these out on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. So definitely subscribe to our podcast on your podcast app. You can also go to YouTube and subscribe there so that you're up to date on all the new shows we have coming out. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate your support and we can't wait to talk to you again soon. The information talked about in today's podcast episode is intended for educational purposes only. It's not intended to replace medical advice and should not be used as such.